Metropolis West, the last standing citadel on the coast. Crumbling cities from the past, torn apart and scrapped over and over, until they make something newer, bigger, maybe better. But what can we learn from our past? What lies inside these metal ribs that form our city? Could it be the still-beating heart of our history? Or is the world as we know it fated to fall yet again, doomed to repeat our mistakes as we fail to learn from the past? Let's find out together. Tonight on... Yada yada yada, you know the rest. Well, what do you think, Kaleo? It's a little morbid, don't you think? What? You don't like it? I didn't say I didn't like it. I just said it was morbid. Give the people what they want, right? All of our listeners love the creepy shtick. Correction. All of your listeners, Ava. My listeners like my dry wit. And your sparkling personality. Damn right. Hey, you're on in two. Let's do our last audio checks. Oh, yeah. Testing. Testing. One, two, three. All good in the sound booth? Two techs trotted treacherously towards taking twisters. Two techs. All good. We're live in three, two, one. Moondog Transmission. Radio you'll love. Good evening, Metropolis West. It's 8.05 p.m. Bit of a haze over the Metropolis as usual, but traffic is light for this time of night. You're listening to the Moondog Transmission. I'm Khalil Hale. And I'm Ava Jafari. Tonight we're tackling a rumor that's been on your mind since last week. The Rogue Radio Station. So, Ava, you're the one who picked those signals up. What you got for us? So last week, my cousin Nusha and I were listening to the radio in our apartment, eating an early dinner when, all of a sudden, we caught some rogue signals. Uh, It's not too odd. Yeah. Moondog's the biggest radio station, but there's tons of stations all across the metropolis. Catching some errant signal is not uncommon. What was weird was the station it was broadcasting from. Right. If I remember correctly, the station was, uh, 103.7, wasn't it? Uh Uh-huh. That's Ansible's call number. Our older listeners might remember Ansible signed off as a station for the last time about eight years ago. Guess faster than light still isn't enough to outrun capitalism. But they came back from the dead for a brief moment. It was a stroke of good luck that my cousin Nyusha and I caught it fast enough to record it. So, take an exclusive listen to what we heard. Really took it to heart. It took me a while to realize that I'm still learning about trust too. Shh. Shh. You've been with us. Hold on. Trying to figure it out. I gotta record it. You're zero zero. We're all a team. You're smart. You're tough. And you've been really brave. Client 912? But you don't need to be brave right now. You need us to take over for you. We will. Come back and safe. Lola? Machine, turn the radio up. We care about you. Not just because you've been giving us things or helping us figure out missions, but because you're our friend. And more than that, you're our family. Sujin's been calling you. They know you've been waiting for us to get you out of there. And if you're still alive, please, please pick up. We love you. Now that is odd, isn't it? Was this an old recording being played over the waves? 
Or was this an old broadcast? Either way, one thing was for sure. Someone commandeered an abandoned radio station. Ansible's home was converted into housing about three years ago. So, the question is, where did this come from? Like you said, there's a lot of them, so it'd be tough to find it with no idea where to start. Fortunately, we've started narrowing it down a little more. Ava got the chance to grab some corrector reports from that day, and it looks like two teams of Special Glasshouse operatives were actually sent out that day. Rumors that this audio sample was actually terrorist code, rather than just a misfired comms message, have definitely complicated matters. One of the voices on the air was identified immediately as Vic Vass, a notorious fugitive and former gang leader of the disbanded Berserkers. He's been on the run from the correctors a long time now, but he's a well-known name around the metropolis. More surprising are the reports that one of the voices on this recording may be that of one Lola Sun, who was recently reported alive in the panel district, years after she was declared dead. Hey, now you're starting to sound like me. What can I say? You're rubbing off on me. Maybe if you sat a little further while we were on the air. Oh, please. <laughs> well, we'll figure out our seating arrangements while we play the next few songs. Take a listen to our next artist. Fascinating and extremely incriminating. No denying it now. It really is in our best interest to be getting out of the metropolis, isn't it? Guess so. There's not much left for me here anyways. That's true for most of us. I mean, why are you packing up ye? I don't think they even knew who you were on that show. Yeah, thank god for that. I wouldn't have wanted my family to know. Though I'm pretty sure Uni probably figured out it was me. So, you're still going with us? They said they wanted to, so they are. You realize how dangerous this is going to be, right? This is us leaving the metropolis. You never hear from people again once they leave. They usually die. But we have proof that Sebastian's not dead. I'm sure if he's still alive, then then we can make it too. How did he leave? Well, it's the basis of our plan, but it's really just... It's my best guess. When Sebastian left, it was like he vanished. He didn't exactly take much. I mean, he wasn't particularly sentimental. But I think that means he knew it was close by. The Tolbooth District is next to the Missile Highway, and obviously he didn't take the car. So I'm betting, based on the direction we have for the scanner, that he must have hitched a ride with the transport truck that goes on the torpedo. That's the highway that leads towards the outskirts. Yeah, you know, the place that only technicians go out to. All that's supposed to be out there are crypto rigs and scorched earth. I don't think you can even plant anything in the ground without it turning radioactive. In Glasshouse, we're told that it used to be an agricultural community. I wonder what happened. And I wonder what these communities are like now. If they're really communities at all, or rather people trying to survive out there. We should run over the plan again. Tomorrow night, the crypto rig technicians are heading out for Sector 54C and 070Y, due northeast. That's pretty close where we're headed, but there's no sneaking on the truck with them. Not with the heat we've got on us. So we're heading over there and putting a GPS tracker on the truck and then... following as close behind as we can without getting spotted? Or heard? Your car is loud as hell. Hey, it can be quiet. Yeah, right. Keep telling yourself that, Kane. A little faith would be nice. It's the car I don't have faith in. Why can't we just use the information Jet has and the tracker together? Do we really need to follow this truck? The way out there is dangerous. Uncharted territory for us, except for some key points of information. If we can follow a route we know is safe for as long as we can, 
then that's better than being completely out of our depth. The more we talk about it, the more you get how risky it is, right? Aw, are you worried about me? Yes. You don't have to do this. Vic and Lola both have pretty significant bounties on their head. Jet has the map. Kanes are right out of here, and the Metropolis couldn't care less about another Epsilon like me disappearing. Don't you have a family? I do. And I care about them. I... I let them know I'd be gone for a little while. And it's not like I wouldn't be able to come back, right? I mean, once we finish our work there. I'm not saying that what's out there isn't a legitimate place. I'm just saying... Indra's right. You don't have to do this. But I do. I promised myself when I joined Zero Zero that I would be willing to put my life on the line. Because it wouldn't be fair, since I'm a Delta, to let other people sacrifice themselves. I'll come back. I promise I will. Never doubted you. I'm hoping we'll all be able to come back. And we gotta make sure that even if someone breaks in, they're not gonna scrap all our stuff. So, take what you need and we'll sort of rest in the bunker. Uh, Lola, you ready to take your stuff down? What? What is that noise? I think it's coming from your box, Lola. I've got it, I think. Haven's communicator? I, I thought I disabled this. Ugh, Lola, you probably should have destroyed it. Hold on, I'll pull up my hacking computer, interrupt the- Oh, jeez! Saved you the trouble. What are you- I, I could have traced that signal and found out how Haven remotely activated that. Wasn't that thing only powered when it was connected to you? And now it'll never turn on again. God, you're vicious. I'm just a problem solver. And son, that should be a lesson to you. Don't ever assume tech is there to help you unless you scrap it together yourself. I'm inclined to agree. That's right. Disconnecting from the power source should have disabled it. How long was this active without us knowing? You okay, Lola? Here, let me help you move these down. No, I am not going. Kaleo, come on. You're not the least bit curious about finding out more about where that signal came from? You have been stuck on that ever since you did our opening. You couldn't stop talking about it during our ad breaks. Can't you be content with, I don't know, reading about it? You know full well that once I'm on the case for something, I can't just stop. Usually, that entails you sitting and reading about it for a couple hours, and pinning stuff up to your conspiracy board and then going to sleep. Do that. Yes, but that's all history stuff. This is history in the making. And what makes you so sure about that, Ava? I mean, hey, you're not usually the true crime type. Speaking of, I'm surprised the correctors even gave you a report concerning Glasshouse Special Forces. I had to trade a copy of my recording. Pretty annoying, but they didn't say anything about me not playing it on air. Ooh, bold words for someone who was super nervous about going to the corrector station? Isn't that what you said? That's because you were supposed to come with me there, too. Correctors and I, dumb mix. Okay, cool guy. But now you kind of owe me. No, we said we were done with the whole you owe me thing after you convinced me to go with you on that flooded library search, and we both nearly drowned. I was kind of hoping you forgot about that. <sighs> but, yeah, dude, this is like one of the most notorious gang members, and Lola's son, famous defector from Glasshouse. They're working together? What's next? You're gonna tell me the head of Celadon's been in on it the whole time? Probably not, but yeah, does that not make you super nervous? That's like crazy dangerous. And if they're still there, they might try and 
I don't know, drag us into their cult. Maybe they left some tech there. Hmm. I would take it. Not even to sell it, just to have it. You can be such a weirdo. You love it. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that if they send Glasshouse Special Forces, they probably took care of anything that would be actually dangerous, right? I mean, that's their job. Shouldn't this have been bigger news? Like if they arrested them. We would have been talking about that on our show tonight, instead of the radio signal. Hmm. Maybe they got away. I'd be surprised if they stuck around. I mean, wouldn't it be exciting if we met them? Kind of freaky, more like. Well, whether you're coming or not, I'm going. This is just too good to miss. Going? Where? Glasshouse Special Forces got sent out to the toll booth. And to this abandoned lot out in the Outside Lands District. That seems more promising, so I'm starting there. That sounds like a really good way to get, I don't know, murdered? I'll bring my ray gun. Oh, come on, Ava. I can't not go. Well, I have to host them. Fine. Look, just send me a message or something so I know you're not dead. Okay? I'll stream it. Sure. Whatever makes you happy. Thanks for walking me back to my apartment. Hey, you don't have to thank me literally every time I do this. I mean, I catch my bus two blocks down anyways. It's still nice of you. Night, Ava. See you at work if you don't get murdered. Night, Khalil. The days since I left my childhood home behind for the last time had blurred together. A flurry of organizing and planning, double-checking routes, and long stretches of thinking. Thinking about Sebastian. About Valeria. I didn't want to get my hopes up, but... I mean, I couldn't help myself. Alive. They were alive. And like he dreamed he might be, Sebastian was going to be a part of the revolution that would change the metropolis. I had nothing but good faith in him. As the morning dawned over the metropolis, it hit me that maybe this is what he felt like. A strange realization that maybe this was your last day in the city you'd known your whole life. I thought about what Sujin said. Just because something is familiar doesn't mean it's your home. Even so, I stood on the roof of the Zero Zero base and watched the outlines of the plants turn golden as the sun rose. Hello? Anyone up here? Hey. Oh, hi Kane. Morning. You're here. Very early. Earlier than I expected. Uh, I didn't think you'd be up here at all. You don't usually visit the garden. Oh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I kind of figured this was Lola's spot, <sighs> so I thought I'd take a look at the metropolis before we leave. Do you feel ready? Surprisingly enough, I, I do feel ready. <sighs> I don't know if that's kind of weird, but I joined Zero Zero because of Sebastian. You know, when I really, really think about it, and... Jet put a bunch of work into figuring out those locations from when Vic and I went to Cavadrata. Just all of this, everything, it just... It feels like this is the next step. I guess so. You don't feel like you're making a mistake? 
Do you? Kind of... maybe. I don't know. I'm never totally sure about what kind of decisions I should make next, to be honest. I just try to do the right thing. So... you talked more with your family, huh? Uh, kind of. That's twice in a row you've said kind of. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I totally agree with what you're doing. I'm sure your sisters love you. <laughs> like a lot. We're... not as close as we used to be. But they still love you. I also get why you want to come with. I mean, we'd be missing a pretty vital person without you. I, I don't always feel very useful. <sighs> You're a true scrapper, man. You fix whatever you touch. <sighs> That's more than I can say for myself. It took me a week to fix up my car the first time it broke down. Listen, there's not many people I'd want riding next to me, but I'd want you there. And I promise I'll bring you back safe. Thanks, Kane. <laughs> Speaking of leaving, uh, <laughs> who's gonna water these plants while we're gone? Oh, I installed the sprinkler system. Pain in the ass to get the water tanks for it, but it should work for a little bit. We have this whole dome thing that should also do temperature regulation. Ah, uh, that's the last equipment load check tonight. They're heading out in 20. So much fanfare around leaving the metropolis. <clears throat> and these guys do it every other month. Well, do you want to be out there getting god knows what kinds of radiation exposure and whatever else? Seriously, I'm happy just staying here on the station. Load stuff up, and then go home. Write reports when a truck burns out on the road. That's the life for me. In position. Nice. Tracker's ready. Put it somewhere where they won't notice. Obviously. Alright, it's in place. So are we. I hope you got everything. I did! You better have. Yeah, I guess it's not the worst thing in the world. But we've lost two trucks to the fires in the last year. Guys in the shop were not happy about it. I don't know how the actual tech is holding up since they haven't made it to the rigs. Eh, the tech's probably what's causing them. Hey, did you hear about what happened in the Numatron? Did you hear that? I did. Should we call security? It's probably nothing. Last time we called, that guy at the front chewed me out. Not looking forward to that. Yeah, if someone's sneaking around here, they are not surviving the night out there. Took you long enough. Can it? I was listening to what those workers were talking about. Sounds like we should have a pretty easy time with security. Mostly because they don't think people survive outside those trucks. What's the issue? Something about fires? I don't know, I didn't catch all of it. But that's probably something to, uh, I guess, pay attention to? Or drive very fast away from. I can probably do that. They're done. Data from Tracker has been synced. Please take a look at your overhead display, Blay. Are you alright, Chet? He was out for like a week. Maybe he's still recovering? I'm fine, I promise I'm fine. We should get going, I believe the truck is starting to move. Hey, Chet. Don't forget to take care of yourself, okay? Everyone else? I, I guess, uh, pick a seat? This is gonna be a long road trip. Arrived. Shh. Hello? Anyone here? Anyone? Guess not. Radio tower's been maintained pretty well. Some dome on top of this building. Modification afterwards, probably. 
Locked. Should have guessed. And it's a manual lock. Where's my lock pick? <sighs> okay. Don't be freaked, Ava. Literally just went. Not like there's ghosts. Unless there are ghosts. In which case, what are they gonna do? Haunt me? Listen for the click and... There we go. Huh. Looks pretty... Normal? There's not a whole lot of stuff going on in here. Not as dusty as if it was locked this whole time, though. Ava. Ah! Whoa, jeez. <sighs> Coleo. Sorry. I thought you weren't coming. Well, I got someone to cover my shift. Thought I'd drop by. Drop by? How'd you even get here? Walked. This place is super far out, though. I don't know. I like walking. Did you find anything interesting? Not yet. So, did I walk all the way out here for nothing? I've barely taken a look inside. Here, hold my flashlight. You carry a separate flashlight? You know you have one on your comms, right? Yeah, but why waste charge on that? Man, you have so much stuff. I mean, it kind of looks like people were living here. See, that probably used to be the break room. And they knocked down a wall and turned it into a full kitchen. And maybe there was an apartment above it anyways. Probably was one of those 24-hour stations. They decided to cut their losses. There's stairs over there. Huh. Maybe we should ask our boss if we can do this with the Moondog station. And that looks like the old sound booth. Shame it's locked up, and not with something I could lockpick either. You wanna head upstairs? See what? I doubt there's anything, and she's going. Okay. Hello? Why are you doing that? I don't know. If someone was barging through my apartment, I guess I'd want them to announce that they were there. Again, you were so weird. Here, let's open some of these doors. Now who's being weird? You're the one who wanted to go breaking and entering into places where we definitely shouldn't be. Okay, see? All these rooms are empty. If anyone was staying here permanently, they probably got their stuff confiscated by the Glasshouse Special Forces. What was that? I thought it was you. Or maybe the building's settling. Or maybe it's ghosts. Oh my god, it is- No, Ava, it's not always ghosts. I'm pretty sure something is in here with us. Uh-oh, turn off the flashlight. My last broadcast ever, and I gave it to Jerry. Shh. It's checking the doors. Maybe we should head down the stairs. We could get out of here without it noticing us. Do you think we can manage that? Come on. Follow me. Run! Run! Oh my god, run! Oh my god, okay, 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 I'm going, I'm going. The flashlight! Just leave it, we have to go. Okay, not through that door, apparently. not have made jokes about getting murdered if I thought this was gonna happen. Well, as far as ways to die, this would be cool. Oh, don't say that. Get back! Ah!
It sounds like it's recovering. Kalia, let's go! I, I, I can't see you, Ava. Where are you? Grab my hand. Through here. Whoa. That was close. Are we dead? Uh, no. I, I don't think so. I think we are stuck in what used to be the old sound booth. That thing must have broken the door. Which means it's probably not going to hold forever. Wow. It's way darker in here than it was outside. Ava, what the hell? I didn't mean to press that, I swear. Something's running. I thought there wasn't any power at this place. Uh, Are we moving downwards? I don't think we're in a sound booth. I think it must have been an elevator. And I think that we might have stumbled onto something a lot bigger than some broadcast. Hi, Eli Ramos here, creator and editor of Under the Electric Stars. If you liked this episode, please share it with your friends and rate and review it wherever you're listening to us. You can find us on our website at undertheelectricstars.com or on social media. We're at UTES underscore podcast on Twitter and Under the Electric Stars podcast on Tumblr. You can also find us on Patreon at Mix Eli Ramos. That's M-X-E-L-I-R-A-M-O-S. You get access to behind-the-scenes looks, annotated scripts, and early access to episodes, not just for Under the Electric Stars, but for all shows on Astro Podcasting Network. The money you give directly goes to supporting our editors, writers, and actors who make these shows possible. Please support us if you have the means. Our voice talents are as follows. Serena El-Hajali as Ava Jafari, Mateus Noguera as Kalio Hale, Stephanie Arada as Elizabeth Haven, Robin Guzman as Jettison Reyes, Kevin Pakilan as Vic Vass, Rhea Ann as Kane Reyes, Rey Angel Yoali Olachea Martinez as Indra, Christine Kim as Sujin Yi, and Chitrika Budamagunta as Lola's son. Additional voices were provided by yours truly and Everett Yang. Attributions for sounds and music can be found in the show notes. Thanks to Fran Carr and Ezra Lee Buck, $20 patrons on our Patreon. And to everyone, thanks for listening, and see you somewhere outside of Metropolis West soon.